Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Centaur World Season 1, Episode 7, and Season 1, Episode 8. Episode 7 is Johnny T Times Be Best Competition, A Quest for the Sash, and we'll start with that one. I am here with a former student of mine ready to dish out some hot goss on Johnny T Times Be Best Competition. Here he is, Kurt. How are you? I'm actually, now that I think about it, I forgot. He only uses it at that one bit. I just really, he didn't do it throughout the whole episode like I thought he would. Hot goss? Julius. Yeah, the hot goss. He yeah. only does it yeah. like that one bit, and then he doesn't do it ever again. So he'll probably, oh, it's like Chekhov's hot goss. Okay, got it. What, what I love about hot goss is that they go a while before you see it again. So they go just long enough for you to forget about it, and then they do it again, and it's like, oh, hot goss. That's funny. I, I feel like he's going to use it to like take out a big boss. It's just hot goss him. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny oh well, man so yeah so are you ready to dish out some hot gas uh, that sounds painful but yeah, i'm ready to discuss the episode not for us if we're dishing it out <laughs> can, can 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 you co-ed like a hot gas it sounds like you can only do it individually oh, we'll have to find else. Out. So that means every time you hot gas just like you're putting me in immense pain <laughs> okay Burning well I'll, I'll try to only hot gas if i can bring you in on it with me <laughs> i appreciate it Okay, I'm trying that. Yeah. All right, let me go ahead and guess your rating here. I, Kurt, I know this about you. I'm not sure that our listeners necessarily know this about you, but I know that you actually are a cat person, and this episode is all about cat tars. Well, I don't know if it's about cat tars, but it features cat tars. I mean, yeah. I I don't know if I consider myself a cat person. Like, what, what, what's your definition? What's the criteria for a cat person? I mean, Someone who owns a cat and is happy to own a cat. So technically, I don't own the cat. That's number one. <laughs> technically, not my cat, but I do. But I do you're enjoy happy. His, to I have do. Him I, I do enjoy his presence for the there most part. So that makes you a cat person. So you are a cat person. Uh, we have a cat tar episode. Uh, there is a pretty. Uh, I, I think that since you seem to be liking the humor of Centaur World, and I think that there's uh, this is a pretty humor heavy episode, although it does get a little uh, deeper at the end anyway. Uh, I, th- I think giving, given what you've given other episodes so far, uh, r- remembering like Holes Part, Holes Part 2, I'm pretty sure you gave it nine, right? Yes. Okay. I think you like it more than that. So I say you give this one a nine as well. Okay. I think um, I think you're really into that Zulius and uh, Splendid. 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 The, sorry, yes, I, yes. I I tried remembering it. I said it wrong anyway. I keep wanting to say Splendid, <laughs> but Splendid. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm gonna call him Splendid a lot, but whatever. That's fine. Uh, yeah. I think I think I think you were into that dynamic. I'm kind of interested, and um, I think you uh, I don't think you I, you must be a cat person, even though like. <laughs> Like you must be by like. Do you like? You don't like birds. Cats don't oh, like no. birds. Bur- birds well, they like birds, birds are... in the sense of catching them to like consume mm-hmm. them or like to get rid of them. So you must like birds, or not birds. You must like cats because they get rid of birds. Do you like I penguins? Mean, do... Or do penguins intimidate you? Penguins would intimidate me if I was in water with a penguin. If I'm on land, <laughs> with a penguin, you know. I don't. Inti- they don't intimidate me. I don't like them. You don't like them though. I, I do like them on land. I do not like them in the water. Well, you see a penguin at a zoo. Are you enjoying that? Uh, yes. What about a bird at the zoo? What? A bird. Well, you see a bird at the zoo. 
Is that, no, like no. emu are the worst. I hate. I hate no, emu. yeah, I, I wouldn't like an emu, but as long as you like ping, penguins, yeah. are pretty cool animals. Anyway, yeah, like I, no, but owls, no, don't like any other birds at the zoo. Just penguins. What about like a peacock? No, God, keep those things away from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's they, like they show uh, like they're they're like feather things. You know what I mean? Oh, I hate them. Oh virtual. man, I hate peacocks. Why do you hate peacocks? They look. They, they uh, do they actually intimidate you with the big looking things? <laughs> like when they try to pretend to look big, they're like, yeah, oh. They, a big creature at the, at the zoo that i frequent or that i've been to the most uh they have free roaming peacocks they're not pent in in any way they, they walk around the zoo yeah. and if you try to eat anything in the zoo they come after you so no i, I don't i don't like peacocks. <laughs> flashbacks i remember when i went to india i saw like a wild i saw like a wild peacocks i was like huh you know, I never thought about that, but I guess there are some of them that are like in the wild, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like that. All goes with my, I was like, huh, I guess, hmm, yeah, I guess I am in a different place where that is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So anyway, uh, you gave it a nine. Okay. I did give it a nine, yes. Okay. I nine also gave it a nine. I, I, hey, thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed the episode, and I did enjoy yeah. the humor. And yeah. uh, my, my biggest thing about it is that it's, it's plot on... Julius, but I guess like his background. Julius, 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 like yeah, Julius, Julius, but with a Z. Julius. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good way to remember. Yeah, Julius, mm-hmm. and because you know, he's probably he's probably going to this character this episode the most flat character. Like mm-hmm. at least Dirpleton has his farts. Julius <laughs> had literally nothing. He's just like <laughs> yeah, a bit of like maybe like a divas character. I don't even know what you want to characterize yeah. him as, but he has nothing yeah. like background knowledge behind him. Compared to like, like Glendale has like the stealing kind of stress mm-hmm. and anxiety. Dripleton has his farts and some sort of father trauma. Ched, the dentist. <laughs> Mom, I, I don't know. Uh, Mom will wink is self-explanatory well, Ch- horse. Self-explanatory. Ch- Ched's also got some sort of hatred for horses. So oh, yes, really that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, you can kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's understandable. Okay. No, <laughs> no, no. You don't okay. like birds. I don't like horses. I'll say this. I'll say this. I I don't like being around horses. They they freak oh. me out because they're they're big and they're strong and like yep. people are, I think are too trusting of horses. Yeah, you, you may be right. So I feel like a horse, like it could just like like a cow is kind of slow. I feel like I feel like if a cow was chasing me, I could like out serpentine the cow. Like I could. Like the cow can't turn well enough to get me. You, now you're talking about the like the the female milk bearing, keeping them pregnant all the time. Cow. Not you're yeah. not talking about the bull. Even a bull. I'd rather go up against a bull than a horse. A horse that was trying to get me. Are you kidding me? A horse that was trying to get me. I'd rather go oh. after a bull. Mm. Like if the horse is trying to get me, I feel like the horse is agile enough that if I turn, like the horse is just gonna turn and get me. Like I feel like the bull. I feel like. The thing is, like, I, I say that, but I, I, I feel like I've seen matadors that they, I mean, the, like the bull, bulls aren't dumb anyway. So no, kind of, I, yeah, I, I, I don't like either of those scenarios, but it doesn't matter. Anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm glad you like this episode. I think this is a terrific episode. I, I think that it's, it's funny. And by the end of the episode, it's, it's got enough uh, of an emotional, uh, bent to it that it, it really works on all the levels so yeah i, I love this episode mm-hmm. yep all right so let's talk about our favorite scenes uh i think you really i am actually going to be really disappointed if i get this wrong i think you re- really liked the hot goss stuff 
So I'm going to say Hot Goss is your favorite. Okay, fair enough. I think your favorite is Horses Transformation? Mm. Yeah, Transformation. I think you okay. can call it that. Okay. No, no, I'm just debating if I want to go for that as my guess for you. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Whether you want to call it that? <laughs> no, no, it's uh, totally transformation. Uh yeah, and no, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go with your favorite horse transformation. I'll, I will say you were wrong. Hot gas, well, funny was not Aww. my favorite scene. Oh, my my favorite scene, despite me ragging on him, was comfortable Doug coming in, basically taking like <laughs> splendid, going, oh, it looks like I got the victor here, and then gives it to Doug, <laughs> but then you know Zelos takes it back, and then Glenn uh, basically what makes it for me is Glendale. So happy, you know, that her young oh, disciple is like, you know. So. Uh, I, I, I neglected, I, f- I forgot to, to uh, account for the Glendale, for Glendale. factor. Yeah. I did. The Glendale oh, factor. Man. Glendale, Glendale adds, you know, she's a multiplier. She's a real multiplier. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you, you did get me right. I, I, basically, the whole song from the time, or the whole, the whole bit from the time that what are their names cal and shard uh trip so the the glitter cats from the time the glitter cats trip horse and she like makes the adjustment she needs to make to to do this Mm -hmm. uh to the time when she transforms uh that that's my favorite stuff in the episode for sure glad i got that right then yes you know me too well like a book (laughs) mr sal see if i can do what you did to me last episode Oh, around uh, the table. Let's see. Okay. Well, I well, guess first thing. To... Oh. Go ahead. Favorite song, Mr. Sal. What was your yep. favorite song? See, this, this is going to be a hard one. Because I, I actually... <laughs> actually, wait a second. Hmm. Let's see. Favorite scene is horse singing. You know, the competition song. Would you pick a different one? I'm, I'm, I'll just go with the, the chalk here and just say you picked horse singing for the competition. Okay. And I am going to say... Well, you had mentioned the, the Zulia Splendib thing. You, I mean, the fact that you you remembered Splendib's name may indicate that you liked uh, I don't know him, but I think you probably I, I you know I think you went with the the uh, not the opening chant thing, but the the we do this every day song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, so I'll, you, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. Michelle, you were very close. I I did end up picking. I don't know him, but that was my like <laughs> very close. Like, I I had a difficulty choosing between the two. Yeah. Okay. They were both like, they were both clearly my favorites for this episode. I did end up picking the sing off, but okay. Yeah. It's. I mean, uh-huh. the 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 battle, the the song battle is, is really cool. I really like pretty much all this all the music in this. Episode. Yeah. No, this is a really good. I I yeah. I, I noted that I thought this is the best episode yet for music, in my opinion. I yeah. like the, oh, all the gotcha. music. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. Um. I I love the we do this every day song. Uh. But that's not my favorite song. My favorite one is Who Is She. But that's you know. I, I am going to fall into this trap almost every episode because my favorite scene is almost always going to be a song. And then that's mm. obviously my favorite song. Very so. easy, Mr. Sal. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's, it's, bad. it's bad. It's bad. All right. No. But the, it may, maybe it's a little harder to think about favorite characters, though. So I think given that your favorite song is I Don't Know Him, uh, and hot goss is such a good thing. I, I think Zulius is your favorite character in this episode. It is also Zulius. Okay. 
I, it's very hard to get me off of horse now horse is my favorite character what? in this episode <laughs> yeah. ridiculous it's very hard you're to like get something that voice like sawyer or like yeah. marty or <laughs> I, like I know Dexter. i know i don't know yeah yeah no you're the main character you're the hipster never voting for horse I, I voted for oh no i don't know i have voted for horse but glendale, oh, i mean glendale, i mean glendale's just too good not to vote for you, you voted I, for no no i didn't i didn't i didn't vote glendale i voted for glitter cat number one okay <laughs> whatever no zulius I, I voted zulius, yeah, yeah 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 i think if you're not gonna vote for horse it's gotta be zulius. it's gotta be one yeah. of those two in this episode so yeah, yeah. i can see why you voted for horse but i think zulius should have had the cake I, 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 yeah just, just yeah, zulius is this is awesome in this episode. I love Zulius yeah. in this episode. Yeah. I want to know Actually, how love... he somehow got more and more disheveled throughout the episode, though. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know that. how he managed to get more and more disheveled. <laughs> and then suddenly he's like, back to stiff and span. But yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, the second time you see him, he's got like a full beard. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> but, I mean, he does have shapely mane power. So, I mean, maybe, the, maybe that extends to the facial hair as well. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Zulius is fantastic in this episode. It's, it's it's really good. Yeah, it's what really makes good. his character to me. Like now he's not now now he's a more interesting character. By a lot. Like yeah. I would, yes. I would before oh, this yeah. I would have called him super flat. Like he's just like a flat yep. character that's just you know whatever. He's kind of just like divish. I don't know how I don't know how you want to put it, but yeah, no, diva is good. Uh, yeah, but now, but now, mm-hmm. but now, now, now it's interesting. So we're good. Yeah, he's got some he's got some layers to him at this point. So that's it's that's good. Yeah, I I think it's great. What do you think of the the two chants, the bookend cat chants? Well, I guess the oh, it's the beginning last... chant. Well, so I guess the yeah. beginning chant is kind of talking to us before the episode, like two thirty every day, blah blah blah. Yeah, the diddly song. I call it the cats are diddly song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The the chant at the end. Uh, the the. The only thing I really took note of it though was um Johnny's like I'll I'll forgive you guys but you guys are heading for the nowhere king uh, you'll bring joy to the nowhere king when he sees the light go out in your eyes or something yeah. to that effect I was like okay yeah, yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. as far as that last thing we had talked last week about uh, what a reprise is mm-hmm. right that was a reprise right so uh, they had already done the nowhere king lullaby song. The flowers oh, right. did it at the end of at the end of what you need. Yeah. So so at the end of what you need, the flowers sing the nowhere king, it's called. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting the reprise of the nowhere king from the cat tars. Okay. Thank you, cat tars. And actually in the next episode, we're gonna get two more reprises. So oh yeah, the face. Yeah, okay. All yeah. Right. But but we'll talk about that when we get there. At any rate. Let's talk about some magical moments. Let's talk about magical moments that made us laugh. I think probably we can both agree that hot goss is a, a very funny very thing. Funny. And a, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I I love the idea that when the other people freeze, it's like a burning yeah, sensation. For them. <laughs> <laughs> just kept doing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know I, I'm very, very excited to see that in the future. Uh, Julius's like disheveledness we already talked about, but that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love mm-hmm. along those same lines his cat repellents. Like, even oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he sprays them with water or throws slippers at them. I love that. Do do cats actually? Uh, are they actually repelled by water and slippers? I don't know about slippers. I mean, water. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a cat that really likes water. Like, if I spray water on my cat, if I turn on the faucet, my cat will run away. Like, oh, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> okay. so, a, 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I know some cats will like play with faucet water, but yeah, no, yeah, no. I don't think I think yeah, cats don't like water. Okay. Flippers though, I don't know. Maybe yeah. stars under me, I don't know. Yeah, uh, and I think you already mentioned, and you were right. Glendale at the end saying, "Do my bidding, my disciples." <laughs> like that's fantastic. And even in the in the early part of the episode when Zulia says you'd be better off just stealing the key piece and, and getting out of here and she goes go on yeah okay <laughs> yeah. uh oh and in the beginning when like horses I forgot what horse was talking to Durpleton about maybe I wasn't also listening but she's, she's like you're, you're not listening huh like no, no one ever listens to me <laughs> it's just, like so throw away by that. that that was good um when when she tries to fight or she tries to steal the um the key piece from Johnny and Johnny like you know <laughs> yeets her out of there and then Chad yep. tries to remind you, you know, that wasn't flying. Just want to make sure you're aware that was not flying. <laughs> Horse, not Horse. flyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, I like know. how she keeps landing in the same exact divot that she's already made. Yeah, just go. Yeah, just go. Yeah, uh, I like that. Her on the rope right as she started the challenges. <laughs> right. Yep. So they're going. Yeah. The challenges throughout were kind of funny for her. Yes, and, and I do love the actual transformation when she's like, I mean, she's like supermodel horse, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she's yeah, they get her like this like nice mane and everything, and then suddenly yeah. like, just two <laughs> then beach balls. She, then she's two beach balls at a weird kid. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Well, but, a lot uh, of comedy, a lot of comedy in this episode. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, I'd say if we're going to talk about any other magical moments that made you laugh, they want to talk Nothing about. Nothing else was funny. Nothing else. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I didn't have really anything in this episode that annoyed me. Maybe Comfortable Doug's gas. That that might be the only thing that, not Comfortable Doug himself. I thought it was really funny. That he it was just a gassy mole. Time. Yeah, yeah. I thought I, I thought it was really funny that he came up and ended up inadvertently stealing the competition from Morris. Uh, but the gas was like, oh god, we, we need more. Te- technically, jokes. he was a showstopper. Like he did stop the <laughs> yes, show. Like I feel like by, by, the, by the letter of the law, he he wins the challenge. I, I have three complaints. I actually have three here. Oh, okay. Number wow. one, number one, Mr. So, the title. Oh, you don't like this? I love this title. <laughs> no, it's gonna be so annoying. Like, yeah, I can't remember this. I got look copy. Anyway, so J- Johnny T times B best competition colon a quest for the sash. Now, mm. I've never called it a quest for the sash before i've only ever called it johnny t times would be best competition i'm not gonna so. that i'll just call it the jtbbc aq mts <laughs> that's okay. a lot easier way to remember it oh yeah that's much easier okay so anyway that's that's number one number two Durpleton, his little gag of shoe hammering his name constantly <laughs> i kind of like that but okay I just kind of want to say shoe hammering in his name. That's actually the only reason why that was there. So I appreciate that. As as long as we can shoot shoe hammer or shoe hammer in there somewhere, I'm bit meta there. But yeah. (laughs) Third, this is actually one. The winner of the the B best you know showstopper challenge wins it all, despite all the other challenges. That's the that's like the you know what was the point? Why did we do all this just to get to here? It's not like it was at eliminations because apparently horse was doing the worst and then (laughs) horse made it like this far. So. I don't know why we did the rest of the stuff, but yeah, the, the, the structure of the competition is not very well fleshed out. Yeah. But I don't know. Johnny they're, T they're, time, do better. 
cats that are distracted by laser pointers which is actually that was some that was something i found very funny actually maybe like, that's why horse is still in it because horse yeah horse was just in the laser pointer horse did so in the laser pointer section <laughs> for sure i love that like she's the only one who's like yeah i don't have to look at that thing it's fine <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay. Well, let's talk about some magical moments that may have moved us in some way. Is there anything that moved you in this episode, Kurt? I mean, it's only why stand like that. It's like <laughs> a cow. Know. There's like no cow. Oh, well, we're gonna get cow tars. Oh, that's gotta happen eventually. We're gonna get like farm. You know we're gonna get a farm animals, right? We're gonna get like pig tar, cow tar, chicken tar, you know sheep tar. You, you know what's really funny? Old uh, McDonald Ma- had a tar. Yeah. <laughs> uh megan nicole dong the creator of this show must be a cat person because there's a whole episode with, for the cat tars there are no dog tars in all of centaur world okay i mean something we can yeah. take we, we will never see a dog tar as far as i know i don't remember i don't well, i don't i don't remember any anyway i don't we think see there a are. dog tar yes there are definitely moles <laughs> so did anything move you in this episode Kurt? Why are you moving? Uh, is that even applicable? Was, like nothing moves. Like you, you gotta say like a. Does anything meow you? <laughs> even though it's kind of like a bit of a stretch, but at least you know it's like meow cat. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I'd say like the only. I mean, horse's transformation. Like I will see more about like her shame of her transformation, and changing her body. But here, you know, I mean, she's already been. It's been like a moving team. Last episode, she was upset that like now her tail and her hair. You know, now. Yep. I mean, it's been like the last few episodes. He's been disappointed yep, now, this, even more so. So it's just more yeah. of the same thing, but still. Yeah, it's getting this worse is for her. the third episode in a row where she's undergone some form of trans- transformation. Uh, and this isn't even her final form. Anyway. This, is, this isn't? This isn't even her final form yet, Mr. Cell. What? You, you've seen form another yet. form? This we'll is, see. You've seen another one? No. Okay. No, it's always just, just, no. Anyway. Go, All go right. On. Fine. Uh, the 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 thing the one thing that really moved me in this episode is that th- there's a line in "Who is she?" that really sticks out. I think uh, as something that's really quite emotional, and that is, "This is hard, but she's worth it." So, th- the idea that this is not something Horse wants to be doing. It's not something that she's comfortable doing. Uh, in fact, she she abhors abhors this. She she hates it. But Ryder to her is worth it. So that was nice, touching. Mm, no, certainly. Okay. Um, the last thing, Mr. Sam, what made us think about emotional intelligence and mental health? Um, quite a bit for me. How about you? I'm sure this. Okay, well, I'll, I'll start on really the, the the big one, right? Of uh, if you Julius, oh, hold on. if you're if, oh. if you're gonna if you're gonna go for a big one, let me just okay. throw out a little one or two. Okay, okay. fine. Yeah. Um, in the cat tar number we do this every day oh uh, oh yeah do you know what i'm gonna say it, 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 i'm trying to remember now it's the beginning part they say something like we're all very sad but we hide yes. it yes yes you know like I, I forget the exact wording of it but like we, yeah, we need to show I for glamour and glitz but yes i have it, it, exactly that it's it's well, we it used to be cat valley was disaster free but the Great War brought death and catastrophe, which I love that word, by the way. Catastrophe. Yeah. Um, so we had to find a way to heal, cover up the pain with pageantry and zeal. So yeah, it's it's classic, right? It's it's a lot of times performers are the people with the most pain. 
like they're and they cover up that pain with uh, you know this this grand outpouring of you know uh, something that can be over it can even be something that's very over the top this this pageantry that they're talking about um and yeah i mean i i've talked about it before a lot of performers that i know are have a lot of pain that and the performance is a way that they cope with it so yeah this is this is this is kind of a big deal i don't think it's the biggest deal in this episode but something i wanted to kind of slide in there before we get to the real big stuff definitely fair any other smaller minuscule uh no i'll save the 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 rest of this is all kind of one thing and it's pretty big so julius mr sell what's up with that there so he hates this place he seems to have some sort of trauma at this place right because we seem to be disheveled And it seems like it seems to me as though this all stems from well either this stupid stash, but more 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 importantly, Splendib. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. now were once were these once a ship or were uh, they just friends? They, say that again. Were they once a ship, Mr. Sal? Oh, were they did they have a relationship? Yes. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. Are you shipping them right now? No, no, because they seem okay. to hate each other. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I I guess I should say we don't know. So wait, I, you don't know, or we don't wait. What do you mean by that? Well, we don't know at this point. Okay. We may or may not at some point find out. I mean, I based on them not saying anything here, unless well, maybe we we will see Splendid again. I mean, you've mm-hmm. you said that we see a lot of the characters again. I expect to see a lot of these characters again. Uh, but I'm going to go with that. They are. I mean, that just seems to be like the. That's the that's my read on the situation, right? I mean, okay. Years, years, a, years, years of watching media, watching mm-hmm. like zebras. I've seen like <laughs> I've seen some nature documentaries. I think I think I have a pretty. I've seen some tigers before. Like I think I've got a pretty good read on the situation. Okay. All right. Yeah, I I will tell you the first time I saw this episode, my my take on that was much more topical. It just to me seemed like. Zulius was in the competition and finished second to Splendid. The, the the reason I don't think that is just a song of I don't know, but I don't know right. him. Right. <laughs> to me, that to me is like, and then and then uh, well, well, I think they know does. each other. Yeah, I think they know yeah. each other. Someone someone <laughs> yeah. says that. Well, yeah. well I mean, Zulius even explains to Horse later. Yeah. That that he had glitter. The glitter cats. The glitter cats followed him. For him. Yeah. Yeah, and then they left him for Splendid. Mm. I, I've made I've made, I've dug my place in the sand. Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, so the, I I have a lot to say about the who is she number. So if you have anything else that you want nope. to say before I get Nothing to that, else. okay. So right before Horace goes on for that final, you know, show stopping number, Zulius Zulius and Horace are having a, a conversation. And Horace says something like, I don't even know how to be the best. And he, you know, this is the whole slap yeah, thing. Slap. They, they tell you don't slap horses. I'm about so that. <laughs> Why did I not put that? That's super funny. It is funny. Uh, but the, the whole slap thing. And, and Zulius says, there's no the. It's just be best. The best version of you. And I, that, to me, is so... It's I think it's a really important message, honestly. I think that a, a lot of times people get too wrapped up in competition and comparison to others and and the focus really in many cases should shift internally to is this the best that you're capable of and if it is then that should be good enough for you 
you know, it, it, I, I'm not a very competitive person. So uh, I really enjoyed hearing this in popular media that it's not about being the best. It's just be best, be, be as best as you can be. Mm -hmm. uh, and really that's how she wins the competition. It's not by being better than anyone else. It's be, by being the win. best version of herself, right? She did not win. Uh, she did not win. Yeah, that's true. Fair she enough. Got second place being <laughs> yeah. the best you could be. <laughs> but but throughout that song um you know there, there are some there are a few lines that that really stick out there uh she's you know she says at one point she she is strong but she hides her fears inside which is you know such a common thing for, for people uh you know people everybody's afraid of something but you know i'm afraid of birds here on a podcast i've said i'm afraid of birds <laughs> like everybody who knows me knows this right but uh, I, I but think, yes. Mr. Sal, I'll be honest here. I think that's a bait. What do you mean it's a bait? You, like, think, I think, you think I want to be around birds? Well, uh, either a few things. Either you get stronger around birds. And so, like, if someone brings out a bird, then you're like, you're like, aha, you've tried to trigger my weakness, but really you've made me stronger. I will destroy you now. Or <laughs> it's just like you say that so that way people don't, so people don't know your real fears. So they don't know your weaknesses. Uh, anyway, continue. Well, but uh, while I, I applaud you for it, I, applaud you I for certainly it, have other fears and weaknesses for sure. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that does not illegitimize my fear of birds. They, yeah. That is a real fear. <laughs> so, the facade, yeah. 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 But anyway, the, the idea that people hide their fears inside of the people do this all the time. And I think it's important to call attention to that one of the things that I love so much about this show is that you know my kids are watching it and they're they're getting these messages my kids are hearing you know it's not be the best it's be best the best version of yourself right uh they're hearing uh she is strong but she hides her fears inside so it's they're hearing her say she is flawed but she's learning like that nobody's perfect but everybody should strive to improve right that she is flawed but she's learning just it tells it tells my kids as they watch this and me for that matter like you're, you're not perfect you're not going to be perfect it doesn't mean you shouldn't try and you shouldn't try to improve you shouldn't learn how to be how to become better but nobody's perfect yeah. i really like that not, um, everyone, never, not everyone can be the best because that, that you know that's against <laughs> like the, the think about it literally you can't be, if everyone was the best then right then no one's right. the best it, you know, and that's that's it's an interesting point, actually, Kurt, because when when there is the when you're striving to be the best, everybody else around you is striving to be the best in that setting. And there's only one that can be. That means everybody else is disappointed. So unless you're the one. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, I thought you were going to give me an award now or something like Kurt. Right, right. <laughs> you're you're the well, i guess i'm not the best i'm just but i'm i but you know what, mr sal i'm the best that i can be that I that's, that's the word all that. that's wonderful you should be happy with that thank you so uh, and speaking of be best what is the best version of horse it's the centaur world version she no. she become she become yeah no but this is she she becomes best she wins the competition ultimately to then lose it but she wins the competition when she achieves her best which is two beach balls had a weird kid 
She 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 was the best momentarily. But oh, at so that you, moment, right? At that moment, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, so but you know this reminds me of Mr. Sal. This is like the argument of like for a moment, Mr. Sal, I had a world record. You know that? I was a world record holder. I don't believe I, you. I was at one point the youngest person alive. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's one thing we noticed. Okay, I was a record holder, and that's this is like horse. Horse was the winner for a brief moment. Okay. All right. Was the best. Yeah, but uh, but I I had honestly, and I've seen this episode. I don't even know how many times I've seen this episode. So many times, and it wasn't until this watch through where I made that connection that the idea is to be the best version of yourself, and if you can be the best version of yourself. That's what Johnny's looking for. And what, when Johnny is stunned by horse, it's when she becomes centaur world horse. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even realize that the, the idea of like, be the best to you, not just be the best. So you, mm-hmm. you've, you've, yeah, you've kicked me into that. That's, that's yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I ever caught that until this watch through either. And it's, 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 it's great. And I, so I love this episode because it's so entertaining and so funny and you can still get that much depth out of it. So it's this is awesome. It's a good episode. Mm-hmm. Well, Michelle, we know we feel yes. about the episode, but how do your mm-hmm. children feel about the episode? Let's take a listen to my herd. Here I am, Mr. Sal, here with my two kids, Griffin, who is 10, and Hugo, who is 6, and we just finished Centaur World Season 1, Episode 7, Johnny Tea Time's Be Best Competition. And I would like to know what they think of it. So Griffin... On a scale from one to five, what would you give this episode? Four and a half. Four of those being the part with Comfortable Doug. <laughs> Hugo, what would you give this episode? Um, Six. Oh, wow. You, you liked it more than Griffin, it sounds like. Yeah. And Griffin, what is your favorite scene in this episode? Is that even a question? But I loved um, Comfortable Doug. He, it was so funny. Nice. Hugo, what was your favorite scene in this episode? I love the one when Turpleton was, they kept saying to Glitter Cats and, 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 and Splendid, and he's like, Turpleton! <laughs> Turpleton! That was pretty funny. Griffin, yes. what was your favorite character in this episode? Is that even question? Other than Comfortable Dog? Yeah, you can say Comfortable Dog if you want. Hugo, what was your favorite character? I char- have... Okay. Griffin. Technically three favorite characters. Okay. What were they? The glitter cats and the mystery cat who starts um we do this every day. Uh, yeah. So not comfortable dog. Or that's after comfortable dog. Yes. After comfortable dog? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Hugo, who's your favorite character? I already episode? said this. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, Durpleton. Okay. And then Griffin, what's your favorite song in this episode? We do this every day. Hugo? I'm gonna have to say we do this every day. Okay, that's that was the opening song, or mm, kind of. Anyway, Griffin, anything else you'd like to say about this episode? Um, I just kind of wish they made Horse break a sound barrier when she got flung off the cliff multiple times, because oh. because I could imagine it like the first two times she only like lands in the ground and it makes a small divot. And then the third time, she just breaks a sound barrier. <laughs> Hugo, anything else you want to add about this episode? Yeah. What's that? I love, I, I love when, I love when, I love when horse is like, 
I love when horses will nod their head left and right and, and, and when she's when she turns into the two beach balls had a weird baby. Oh, horse. when she turns into her centaur world form. Yeah, and she yeah. nods her head left <laughs> and right. Yeah. And, yeah that's funny all right well that's all that we have to say about this episode and we will talk to you again next time when we talk about season one episode eight ride the whale tar shaman shaman not shaman oh oh, (laughs) it's one of my dad's (laughs) cut him off oh one of my dad's what (laughs) the big reveal (laughs) what what? mr sal They're they're breaking the scale too frequently. If Griffin's if Griffin's <laughs> no. a low score is four point five out of five, you you've got you've got a case of major rating inflation on your hands, and you need to you need to deal with this in some way by you know maybe increasing the amount of like total score that they have to deal from like maybe a pool of twenty or something. You've you've got a big case of it, Mister. That's all I'm saying. And you don't need to run away. You might get hyper rating inflation. That's I'm yeah, too worried for you. That's all. I'm I'm a little worried about it as well. Although they did go negative for hiding time. <laughs> so I just got made. Well, that's what they have to do because the currency is so devalued to, to make a statement. They have to, the negatives. I know. I don't know what to tell you. I, I have no control over it. I, I give them an arbitrary number. They they ignore it. So <laughs> they just say it's just them saying a number. No, that scale does not adequately reflect my view on this episode. <laughs> Mr. Dad Sal. <laughs> so. uh, well, anyway, that was the other, anyway, all in all, good episode. Great. I, you know, definitely on the upper end of the episode. So mm-hmm. I was um happy to watch it. So oh, very fantastic. Well, hopefully you were happy to continue on to the next episode, which is episode eight, Ride the Whale Tar Shaman. And for this, folks, Kurt and I got you a gift of this important podcast. That was a pretty good acting impersonation. I'll give you that. Oh, that was that was pretty good. Thank I, you. <laughs> have you been working on that? Like, what, what? oh, I mean, we we we. You guys imitate we quote sets our world all day long, every day. <laughs> we do this every day. So. Ah, yeah, that's why. So you have been working on it in a way. And that that line in particular is probably our most quoted line from any Centaur World episode. All right. That's good. Do you, do you know the line I was talking about? No, I don't. Oh, okay. So, so, yeah, so it's when they they got horse the the floaty, right? The mm-hmm. yeah, the the, floating the, ring. the the scarf, yeah. Yes, but well, by the end of the episode, it gets deflated, and so it's not a floaty anymore. And so Glendale says, "We got you a gift of this important scarf." Yeah. So. <laughs> we, we i don't know we quote it yeah. all the time yeah. anyway uh all right well let me take a guess at your rating here um now as fun for as fun as Katar valley was the bay is really really sad this is the probably the saddest episode that there has been of Centaur World yet. Uh, and I know uh, that you you know that I feed off of sadness, uh, but I don't know that you do as much. So I, I think that whatever rating you gave this one, you probably liked uh, Giant Tea Times to be best competition more. Uh, I don't know if you went a full rating down or not. I, I'll, I'm going to say you gave this episode an eight. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. 
yeah you're you're like i said you look a sadness vampire it's pretty pretty easy right people are sad you're happy basically i don't think you could ever be happy in a world where everyone's happy <laughs> folks I, I do want to i do want to point out <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I i'm not i don't feed off actual people's yeah. sadness but i love entertainment with that features sadness. Sadness. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, show sadness yeah so you can live in a world of happy people that make sad content yes so yeah yes yes which you could not live in a world of sad people making happy content that would be that would be too much oh that would, oh, that would be rough <laughs> i yeah no you gave us a 10 i mean i think yeah i think you uh, i think you definitely gave this a 10 and i'll um i think my rating is more of the one in question so i'll, I'll let you yeah discuss it. yeah uh, so i uh I, I if I could break the scale for this episode, I would. This is this is beyond a ten for me, but yes, a ten is break, gonna have break to scale. So I feel like that's like the nature of the series now. I feel like I feel like breaking the scale is just what we do here. Give, give it like a twelve out of ten. Yeah, I mean IMDb won't let me though, so all I can do okay. on IMDb is give me give it a ten. So I didn't know uh, we were it, held hostage by IMDb. <laughs> yes, I, I am ruled by. I, they are a proud sponsor of Mr. Sal. <laughs> Not of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, so yeah, this episode, uh, in many ways, this episode is why I love Center World. So, uh, th- this is easily my favorite episode so far. Uh, and uh, an episode that I- I've so many times wanted to, I've wanted to recommend this episode to people who are really struggling with things in their lives. Uh, but they haven't seen the rest of the show and they won't make it to this episode. So. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Uh, so where'd you land on this? I don't know if I want to tell you what I rated it. Uh, I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, like, I, don't, I, like, I, I, I would rather just skip past this and we just talk about the episode. Like, I, I don't know. Are you sure you want to hear Mr. Sal? I, no, I'm not. Like, sure. after, after he's, <laughs> if you don't want to hear him, we can move on. I don't want you feeling. Like, However I already feel. guessed that I already guessed that you're going to be at least two notches lower than me. So, I mean, it could I, be worse. I, I'm not saying it is worse. Though. I'm not saying it is I'll, worse. Yeah. Well, I I mean, go ahead and hit me, Giselle. I gave it a ten. <laughs> I also I also gave it a ten. It's pretty it's pretty. It's oh, pretty good episode. It's pretty good episode. Kurt. I was I was not expecting it to get that deep, but I'll tell you why I gave it a ten. It, it was just because of all the whale charm and stuff, but. I'll, what really made the episode for me was the sunfish guy. <laughs> that because well, literally, literally, like his purpose of like you know why he's yes. there and the one yes. the one line he says made the episode so much better to me. So I, I, not the I, one yeah, line I he agree. says, but the yeah, you know the line I'm talking about. So. The you know the, I I the, I have all these fun games here <laughs> for people to play, but they always choose the whale. Like, yeah, is that like, the oh, one? Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh wow, <laughs> dang, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I, you're your sunfish, dude. Okay, and also Sean uh, and Barnes were pretty cool too. I like that. They are, they are great. They, they are, are great. They are, they're yeah, the, uh, it's, it's so it's interesting that I still think this episode is funny. I, I think there's enough humor oh, yeah. in this episode that you but, know my kids. I had they had seen this episode before I had seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but I had heard the soundtrack. Okay, we we bought the soundtrack and listened to it a lot before I even watched all the way through. And they would talk about the whale tar shaman song and they'd say, oh, the whale tar is bad. It tries to eat people or tries to eat centaurs. And it's like, okay. And then Sunfish Murgai, oh, 
he just tries to distract them so that the whale t- whale tar can eat them i was like oh uh, he's got his, so, his operation so, them got yeah <laughs> yeah so so i i went into this episode thinking the whale tar was like a, some kind of villain and the sunfish murgai was you know, her, her accomplice and i and i and i was i mean literally and i still i've seen this episode so many times and every time i'm in tears by the end of the episode not by the end but but like when horse jumps i lose it every time it's like it it is such a gut punch to me to see horse jump like that and i i was i had to kind of try to explain to my kids and by the way this this episode is is very difficult to talk about with my kids and it's going to be difficult for us to talk about as well uh, i think because you know i think you and i both clearly recognize that the whale tar is a metaphor for something mm-hmm. right yeah. uh and, and I, it's not a conversation i want to have with my kids yeah no right? no uh, fair enough yeah no yeah you know and it, i mean it could be that and i have thought about this it could be that the whale tar is a metaphor for substance abuse that that is a possibility as well mm. it could so, be yeah because uh, i guess because i guess because it's reversible in this case so yes that's the thing is it's reversible yeah. so because it's reversible i'm i'm wondering if it's a metaphor for substance abuse and then just to see what it's like inside the whale you know, that, you know, that seems a little more like substance abuse you're right it? I, I think it's a combination of that you say that like, i think it's yes. trying to i think it's trying like, i i think i think it's a little bit of both like i think it yeah. is i think it's just trying to key into the that whole area in general but i think you're right because yeah. because like, if the abuse makes a lot of sense as to what occurs inside the belly of the whale but also you know the, yes. the first one yeah okay yeah so anyway yeah yeah anyway so so i did have to try to explain this then that no this is not the whale tar is not like aiming to yeah. and eat sunfish, centaurs and sunfish ain't a part of this okay sunfish yeah. is trying to stop them okay sunfish is yes. a good guy sunfish yes well, a wink it's Sunfish is a good guy. Wombawink knows he's a good guy, and Jessica knows he's a good guy. Okay, people know Sunfish <laughs> is a good guy, right? It, that, yeah, Sunfish Murgai is trying to save people from the whale tar, right? It, it, and I had to explain that to them, and I had to explain to them that the whale tar is not malicious. Her intent is not malicious. She's actually trying to take away their pain. Like she thinks she's helping. She actually says that in the episode. Yeah, I yeah. thought I was helping. Yeah, that's why she right. re- yeah releases them. She realizes yeah. that she isn't. Yeah. Yes. So, oh man, this episode just I, I I I can't say enough good things about this episode. So this is this this might take me a while. I got a lot to say. Anyway, uh, let's talk about our favorite scenes in the episode. Uh, I think. You tend to do you tend to lean uh, humorous with your favorite scenes and episodes. I don't know if you did in this episode, but if you leaned humorous, then I think your favorite scene is probably Glendale's assessment of Wama Wink's magazines. Uh, if you didn't, if you ended up uh, leaning uh, into the you know heavier, deeper, more emotional territory, then you probably favorite scene was Sunfish Sun Murgai's explanation there that we've already talked about. All right uh you i know you didn't go humorous for this one i think i think you went serious yeah. i i yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i don't know if, if your your favorite scene was the peak sadness i think your i think your i think your favorite scene is after like once horse jumps in and like the emotion the herd feels especially towards sunfish dude but the the emotion the herd feels i think that's your favorite 
Oh, you nailed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. the, seeing even Chet <laughs> is crying. Chet, right? and the way Glendale acts like Glendale. Uh-huh. Glendale's angry. I haven't seen an angry Glendale. Before. Oh, yeah. Like Glendale's Your like angry. Into a Are you psycho? Yeah. <laughs> like Glendale was like anxious. Not, you know, yeah, not, not angry. But no, so you were right. If I picked serious, that would have been my serious favorite. But I did, I did go with humor, and you picked my second favorite humor. Ooh. What I ended up going with was Barnes and Sean when they first met worse. <laughs> and they and they kind of were like, you know, like, oh wow, look, look at us so bad. And he's like, Oh, you're not so good looking yourself or whatever. You know, oh, yeah. don't be so hard on yourself. I describe <laughs> describe her. What, what does she look like to me? What does it look like Barnes? Describe her to me, Barnes. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, two you know, beach balls that a weird kid. <laughs> oh man yeah and that, the the barnacles the barnacle and the anemone are just so funny and i'm so glad they're in here to to break this up a little bit because it, it's so necessary you, you got to have some humor in this episode and i think they they provide it very well it's and just a quick aside here my youngest brother who's 14 years younger than me uh, he went to school in the school where I teach. I, I never actually taught him, but you know, I would drive him into school. I would drive him back home. And he had glasses that would tint in the sunlight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Transi- tra- yeah. Transition glasses, right? I don't know what they're called, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah. In the sunlight, they're sunglasses basically. And then mm-hmm. inside they're just regular glasses. So, but every time we'd leave the school building, the sun would be directly on the exit of the building. And I'd say, oh, what a nice day. Describe it to me <laughs> because he couldn't see because his glasses transitioned so fast. But anyway, so when the barnacle and anemone yeah. did that, almost exactly that shtick, I was like, yeah. oh, this is good stuff. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm, yeah so but you're right my favorite scene was absolutely the the seeing the herd's reaction to her jump and because i i mean most it's mostly chad honestly when i see chad crying i i i just start crying (laughs) and that in essence is probably also like my favorite serious like scene like i'm picking a serious scene because i mean i i my favorite part of it is what uh sunfish says but you know he says it because they're mm-hmm. angry talking you know all the other stuff so right right I, I, I basically have the same scene as you okay all right well that's good you know and the other the other thing is like I, the first time i saw this episode when horse it, it, you know she's singing the the th- that's a reprise by the way the who is she reprise okay yeah. uh so when she's singing the who is she reprise and she says i think i should go into the unknown mm-hmm. uh and she she's facing away from the cliff. So it looks like she's walking away from the cliff, but then she turns around and says that line. I, like, I knew right then that that's what she was going to do. And I, I, I like had to stop myself from saying, Oh no. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. like I had, like I almost verbally out loud said that. And then, you know, when she actually does it and I mean, for the, the whale tar also, by the way, is just gorgeous. Like I, I love the look of this whale tar. So, yeah. uh, when it, when it jumps up, when she jumps up and, and catches horse in her mouth and the flops episode, back to the water. The episode takes a very dark turn mm-hmm. at that point. Like, that is, yes. like, yeah, there's, you know, it, the whale tar almost seems like that was trying to be, like, almost therapeutic to horse. I mean, a horse yes. has been sad and whatnot. So it's like, mm-hmm. what if it's too out of the ordinary and the the other guys are trying to, you know, get, get, get like, a 
inflatable for a horse and whatnot. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, and it takes right. It takes a much different tone and turn once. Yeah, horse does that. So absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's talk about our favorite songs. Uh, I I know you love Sunfish Murgai. I, I was tempted before to say that your favorite song was Welcome to, uh, was uh, Welcome to the Bay, the Whale Tars song. Uh, but now I'm wondering if because you love Sunfish Murgai, it isn't. Uh, oh, what's the name of that song? Well, anyway, his song. Uh, but oh, it's going to be a while. Is the name of that song? Uh, but I think I'm still going to go with Welcome to the Bay, the Whale Tars song. Uh, I think your I think your favorite song is mm, I think yours is the song uh, Horse Sings. It's either, it's either the song Horse Sings right before she jumps into the whale tar, or it's when Wama comes to to help and save. No, no, it's gotta be when Wama comes to say. I think it's when Wama sings. So I don't know the name of it, but whatever the, the last song that Wama That's sings. also a reprise. It's Fragile Things Reprise. Fragile Things, you're right. Yes, it is. So Fragile yeah. Things Reprise. I think that one's your favorite. For me, Mr. Sal, you got my second favorite, but I did pick the Murder Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did pick Sunfish. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, re- oh, I really like that tone. Will Simon was my second favorite, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. So my yeah. favorite is definitely a reprise. I I, oh. I, I I, am definitely on the fence. I go back and forth. It depends on the day. It depends on my Mr. Sal, though. Wama inner song. I know, I this know. is a lyric that gets, I think this is a lyric that would have gotten you is when she says something about, you know, even an, or an orphan can find her own new herd, Mr. Sal. That's pretty sweet. Oh, my God. And I'm a warrior so far right from home <laughs> can find love. It's like, you got to pick that one. That's like, I know. I know, I know. Oh, I, I, thank you. I'll take, so, I'll take, so I'll take the good. points then. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead and take the points. I do love the horses. <laughs> uh, horses. What? Who is she reprised though as well? Um, and you know, I'll yeah, have more okay. to say about both of those songs later. But man, uh, I don't know. I, I think from a purely emotional reaction standpoint, it is the fragile things reprise. Uh, but if I'm willing to just take the extra effort to put in a little more thought, it's probably who is she reprise. So, and I'll, I'll talk about both of those things when we get to the emotional intelligence and mental health part. But <laughs> anyway. this whole this is a whole episode of that. Uh huh. That's why I love this episode. So this is this is the episode that this isn't the episode that hooked me. Uh, this isn't the one where I, that I saw. And said, "Wow, maybe I really need to go watch this this series. This this is one that I had already decided I'm going to watch this series. And when I got to this episode, I said, "My God, this series is so much more than I even even then that I thought. It's it's oh, it's incredible. Anyway, all right. So let's talk about some moments that made us laugh because we got to have some laughter in this episode, and there is plenty of it. So yeah, why don't you like... why don't you go first? Uh, yeah, I mean." Oh, Wama liking Sunfish, the whole like that whole dynamic. The whole oh, first mm-hmm. she likes Mer dudes, the Glendale thing that you know you commented on. Yeah, all like, oh, these magazines, the pillow yep. bed, and yeah, the whole Sunfish stuff. That yeah, no, that was that was definitely funny. Yeah, I I totally agree. I I I love hearing Glendale go off. Oh, there were oh actually one of the lines she says in there, which I think is intentionally uh, dual meaning. And she said, there were so many issues, so many issues, right? So so not only is she talking about issues of the magazine, but just issues that they have. <laughs> okay. So 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 yeah, I I, I love I love that scene as well. Uh 
but this important scarf is like my favorite line in Centaur World from a humor standpoint. I just, I don't know why when she says that, I just, I think it's hysterical. The going away scarf, you know, it's very sweet. (laughs) Yep. Yes, indeed. When Ched says he ain't calling Sunfish dad. (laughs) that That was good. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, and I do love when Glendale says, our friend just jumped into a whale. Are you psychopath? And then that, you know, we've already talked about it, but seeing here, seeing Glendale's reaction is simultaneously like really emotional and hysterical. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's so good at striking that balance. You know, it's also really good. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. That's well, right. Jeffrey. Also, not, yeah. though I'm not glad to see Jeffrey in the whale, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, Jeffrey's not in the whale anymore, right? Yeah, not anymore, but okay. yeah, that's good. Exactly. And then, of course, Barnacle, uh, the Barnacle and Anemone. I, what are their names? Sean and Barnas. Sean and Barnas. Yeah. I don't know why the one named Sean, but Barnas. <laughs> because it's funny. I, I mean, that's yeah. a funny name. Uh, Dan Dribbleton. I'm, I'm assuming we'll see more of them. They're too funny not to. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I should mention, I should have mentioned this a long time ago, that the voice of Glendale is Megan Nicole Dong, the creator of the series. Well, wow, no wonder. Like, no, no wonder yeah. she's the yeah. best character. She gave herself the best <laughs> character. <laughs> well, it's interesting that she did not give herself the lead role, like, which is Horse, or even probably the secondary lead role, which is probably Wamaway. But she gave herself, you know, a the best character. small role, but yeah. everybody loves her. I mean, yeah, it's... that's the point. That's the play. That's the play. You then you remember <laughs> fondly always. Yeah, you know, like some people yeah. are probably annoyed by Wombo Wink. Some people, oh, horse, yeah. no, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Chalk. Yeah. But Glendale, show me someone that does not like Glendale. I'll wait. No, I, I, I don't know anybody. I At can't least do this that. far in. Right. Yes. So, anyway. Yes. All right, let's talk about our favorite characters then. I think uh, you've probably tipped your hands and and said Sunfish Murgai. Uh, I think there's a, a chance that it's the whale tar or horse or wamawink, but I'll go with Sunfish Murgai. Horse. You said a horse. <laughs> okay. All right. Was that right? So, uh, it's I, I did, but it is so hard. I I, I really. Like again, depends on the on the mood I'm in. I any given time I might pick Wama Wink or the Whale Tar, but yeah, when I watch this, why would you pick the, to this podcast, Whale Tar? That Whale Tar is trying to trap him. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. No, but yeah, I I, I did pick the sun, the Sunfish guy, okay. Sunfish Mer guy. You know, I'm I'm actually kind of glad you liked Sunfish Mer guy because I don't think this episode works without him. No, yeah, see, that's, and, that's like this episode would not be as good without him. Like that's what made me yeah. give it a ten. Was that like when the whole episode, I was like, man, this is a really good episode. I'm gonna give this like a, a nine or like I really, I, I'm really yeah. enjoying this. And then when yeah. he said, when he says that line, because I'm like, whatever, he's just this yeah. guy that's on the shore here. I don't really know what his purpose is, but whatever, he's just kind of yeah. there. Because I remember when he saw that there's a scene where they see that horse is already talking to the whale. Like, oh, there's not even much of a wait. Like you said, there would be. And I don't remember what he says really, but he looks sad. Like he doesn't look happy to see that horse is talking with the yeah. whale tar. I don't know if you remember the scene I'm talking about, if you realize it, but like they're all kind of like excited, like, oh, she's going to be so close to getting the key. You know, her journey is oh, yeah. complete. I, yeah. And, he goes, uh, mm. like yeah, he, he, he makes not, a couple of noises. Yeah. And I was like, 
Oh, that's weird. Whatever. What a weirdo. But anyway, he probably just wants people to <laughs> just scam. Like this guy just wants people to like lose at his carny games. What a carny! I was like, yeah. my, I, my thought process was he was a carny or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, honestly, you know, at, at, actually, I'll. But he gives not, away tokens. Think, anyway, so. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it's a too much of a spoiler to say that later in a later episode he will be re- referred to as a carny. Actually. Oh really? Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So you're not wrong, but. Carney with a with a significant purpose here. Yeah, no, no, you know he make yeah, no, he, yeah, and I, and I did go the, the the reason I I hedge and and say I, I love Wamoink and the whale tiger. I mean, Wamoink seems pretty obvious because you know she's got all the humor of of Sunfish Murgai, but she also you know sings this just like beautiful reprise to Fragile Things. That Fragile Things is a song I already love so much anyway. That you know that that's definitely a possibility the whale tar because i think that there's so much to think about uh, what, uh, as in terms of what the intention of the whale tar is uh, you know what, what is it what the, ob- the obvious thing that it could represent or is it something else you know so mm-hmm. I, I do love that i also love the whale tar song by the way uh and then horse of course because uh, i mean that, that that's the character that does the most introspection and, and and we get to be right in on it I mean, we get to hear all of the all of that introspection in that song so anyway i i did go with horse mm-hmm. good choice all right well let, thank you <laughs> let's talk about magical moments that, that uh annoyed us i i nothing annoyed me in this episode i, I put I, nothing, nothing as well I put nothing okay good time. good then let's talk about magical moments that moved us I mean, pretty much everything uh, for but, me, yeah. especially most especially for the fragile things reprise and seeing the herd's reaction. Yeah, herd's reaction is a big one. Yeah, Chad crying, <laughs> Glendale. I mean, they're all angry, but Gl- the way that Glendale is to me is the most like um because mm-hmm. yeah, it's not an emotion you see from Glendale. Really. Yeah, you don't really see her angry ever. And, but... and also, a little upset, like like yeah, Chad reads like, "No, you must be this." despondent despondent there you go yeah yeah right i was like oh man yeah, this is really I, i'm like wow they are really this is really <laughs> i know i know i know you know but you know honestly like even if you think about it as substance abuse it still works as it well does. and that's why I, I really you know i really wonder what the the actual intention was so anyway uh and then the other thing that, that moved me was uh, when, you know, the, the horse rider stuff always moves me. But uh, when she says, I don't even recognize me, I don't know if I'd even recognize rider like that. The idea uh, that she doesn't recognize herself anymore is it's it's sad. But at the same time, like we just saw her change into what is alleged to be the best version of herself. And she doesn't recognize herself. And that's so sad. Yeah, no, that is really sad. I did put, yeah, I did put um, not being able to remember Ryder's face. That is a sad mm-hmm. one. Whole journey. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think they'll do this, but what what would get me is if like in the next two episodes, like she gets back, sees Ryder, but Ryder doesn't remember. Ryder's already got a new horse, doesn't even mm-hmm. care, and saw all that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll we'll find we'll find out. Um, what you said that next episode, right? The next set, is that what you said? yeah, uh, right, yeah, because we we are coming up on the season finale. Next time we do a podcast on Center World, we'll be covering the two part finale. So, 
Uh, we'll see if she gets reunited with horse and we'll see if Ryder has forgotten her. At least in those episodes, maybe we won't see any of it and we'll have to wait until season two. <laughs> so we'll find out. Anyway. I uh, to know where King still. Anyway. And Water yeah. Baby. Oh, you'll see Water Baby then. Anyway. Ah, they have all the key pieces now. So yeah, Water Babies, water... yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the only one they're missing. But that was the deal, right? Get all the that other the ones. Yeah. Then you can have mine. So all right. Well, let's uh anything else that you want also, to Also, by the way, well, no, I want I want to come on that but from Water Baby. What a jerk. Because if everyone said that, then Horseman to get nowhere. Yeah. Thank goodness these other shamans <laughs> right, are more right. giving. And like Water Baby <laughs> sat here going, Oh, we'll give you mine if you get everything else first yeah <laughs> right you know what's interesting is she never I, at least we didn't hear it as far as we know she never even dropped water baby's name to any of the other shot does she need to i know she doesn't need to but i mean i would have thought that would have been useful like uh, i talked to water baby she's going to give me her piece of the key as soon as i get everyone else's you know she wants this too the thing is though i don't think um she hasn't mentioned any of the shamans to the other shamans no, I and know. I, I, my, my, my thought process kind of going to this was like the shamans, like all like they're they're like rivals. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe, I don't know why I put that in my head, but like maybe you don't okay. want to say that. Maybe you want to say, like, hey, <laughs> give me that key piece and I'll like sabotage the other shamans. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what would work. Also, we didn't see the, the human this episode. Actually, we didn't see her You're last right. episode either. You're right. No, we, ha- we haven't seen her since hiding time, I think. Yeah. Which was episode five. So, yeah, we haven't seen the human in a while. We haven't seen Water Baby in a while. We haven't seen the Nowhere King. We haven't seen Ryder. So, yeah. Anybody else? I think that's, that's most of. <laughs> we've seen plenty of horrors. Oh, yeah. My okay. bad. I, I forgot. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some magical moments that made us think about emotional intelligence and mental health. Boy, I just have so much to say. I could do a whole podcast just on this segment of this episode. <laughs> Well, yeah, you start off with this Sal. <laughs> okay, all right. So, I, I want to think about. We've already talked about the whale tar as a metaphor. Uh, we've already talked about uh, horse not recognizing herself. I don't know what I am anymore. Uh, what do What do you make of the whale tar crying all the time? You know, the whale tar's taking everyone's pain. Yeah. No. I, I, of course. Yes. So I, I just kind of took it as like, well, first I was like, I wonder why it's crying. I did wonder that. And then mm-hmm. it goes, I, t- I took everyone's pain. So I go, okay. So they were yeah. sad. Now the whale t- So the whale tar is just basically all was sad. Mm-hmm. It's my just thought process. Right. And this is one of the reasons why I think that the whale tar may be a metaphor for substance abuse. She says the line in her song, when you're feeling sad, when life's become too bad, I can absorb your grief and numb it all away you can fade in blissful peace. So I, that sounds like substance abuse to me. That does. That does. Mm-hmm. This could be substance abuse. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a bit of both. I feel like it's just mm-hmm. it's substance abuse there, but you're right. This does line very nicely with substance abuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do think it's both as well. And it may, it may actually be one leading to the other. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway. But, but yeah, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole but because my kids are going to listen to this podcast. Anyway, so um, the, if we th- just kind of zoom in on the Who Is She reprise, okay, I, one of the things I love about this song is that it, they, they clearly are showing you Ryder throughout the song, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the Some of these lines, you know, uh, 
help me. I'm, I'm feeling far too gone. I think I'm far too gone. And my reflection has become an unfamiliar someone. Uh, I don't deserve her now that I forgot her face. And so they kind of focus in on Ryder. But if you think about the song as horse singing about herself, I think it makes the song even more effective and maybe even sadder. It definitely does. Like, I mean, Horace, the last, what, now four episodes, the beginning of this, like, now when I think about the beginning of this episode, after seeing it all the way through, makes the beginning even more sad when they're like, when they're having fun looking at the mirrors, but Horace mm-hmm. doesn't want to because Horace is, like, really sad, and Wombo yeah. looks like, oh, come on, just, you know, look at the mirror, cheer, you know, cheer yourself up a bit, and then, you know, kind of, not, I don't want to say dismissive, but maybe just mm-hmm. not understanding, I guess, like. Yeah. Of course I mean, let's, let's just, just listen to, listen to some of these lyrics, and instead of thinking about Ryder, which is what they're showing you. And very obviously this, she could be singing about Ryder, but just listen to some of these lyrics and now think about it as she's singing about herself, okay? So I don't deserve you now that I forgot your face. Who is she? She's the ghost of the girl I used to know. Who is she? She's the echo I'm chasing. Who is she? Oh, I swore I'd never let her go. And now the one I held so dear, my mind's erasing. Like, if if that's how she's feeling about herself, that's that's devastating. Mm-hmm. That's a very that's that's yeah. a lot sadder. I don't think it is, yeah. but but I th- I think it's intentionally there so that it could be, but that because they're showing us Ryder, that they're they're wanting us to think about Ryder, but I think those lyrics are intentionally double meaning. Okay. I, 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 I think I, I mean or, I could see that I mean said the letter supply they definitely yeah definitely could yeah at least th- that's the way I always watch this and when I do when I when I think about it from her perspective like that's where the emotional weight of it all hits me so mm-hmm. anyway uh even later in, in the song and this this is a little uh, tough to wrap my head around she says I went on my own but now I'm alone I'm lost and I'm panicked right and so the fact that she feels alone right now when she has this herd that loves her so much is like, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. But at that moment, none of them are paying any attention to her. Yeah, she feels alone because of the way she like she feels no one relates to how she feels. You know what I mean, yeah. no, one, no, no one understands her. So she feels alone. You know. right none of them are undergoing the changes she's going through right yeah they're not you know, she they're not relatable to her yeah, yeah. She feel, right yeah yeah she you know she's the one who's been immersed in the new world who's undergone all these changes who has actually you know lost something recently that, that's not to say that the others haven't lost things we know at minimum wamawink has lost plenty mm-hmm. right but at recently she's got the most raw wound uh, because of grief and loss so oh boy okay um the, the, at one point uh oh here's the here's the line uh from sunfish Murgai. uh wama wink says why would anyone choose that you know after he says they always choose the whale and he says i try to give people fun things to do but they always choose the whale right so and now the fr- the, sorry do, do you want to do you want to jump in here with anything i'm sorry i mean I, uh, my thought is maybe the sunfish guy is working for the whale because they always choose the whale i don't know he might be <laughs> he might be pushing them in, in some direction i mean i mean the next thing i kind of want to talk about is um wamawink song 
Yeah. I don't know if you have anything. If you have anything oh, in between, that's that's where I was going next. So. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Wamba Wing song is more positive, certainly. Right. I already. I already said mm-hmm. the lyrics. I, I don't know if you have the exact quotes for them, but I've got. Know. I've got all the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. We'll, quote, okay, we'll quote the orphan bit and the warrior from a far home. Right. So. So even an orphaned baby girl can find a new herd of her own and a warrior from a different world can find love so far from home. Okay. So this is the one thing I want to ask you before uh, you say what you wanted to say about that line is when she says, even an orphaned baby girl can find a new herd of her own. Is she talking about horse or herself? Herself. Okay. Cause, cause I don't know. Cause she talked about horse twice. I feel like it's herself. I, I think it could, I think it's another case where this this is intentionally written to be obviously it's Wamawink, but it could also be horse. It could be. Yeah, about. yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. but mm-hmm. the same point. Right. Nah. Okay, so you you had something you wanted to say about this though. I I mean this is this is like at least a positivity. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, for sure. Right? Of uh, trying to light everyone up and yeah, no, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is this is to me the the point of that this episode is trying to make, right? uh, Yes, horse is despondent, you know, and the and the point that I think they're trying to make here is that at any given point, anyone can feel this way, and you have to. And and Wamwink is here to remind us of reasons not to not to give up, right? Uh, the beginning of this early in the song she says life is full of suffering and pain but all the broken can find hope in the most unexpected places love still binds us family finds us even if we can't make out their faces and i'm gonna start okay anyway that 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 line to me is it's that's the whole that's the episode that's the point of the episode right uh and that Yes, life is full of suffering and pain, but we can find hope in unexpected places. You know, I did, horse, not I did, Wamoink did, horse <laughs> did, right? Uh, it's it's beautiful. It's it's so beautiful. It's so hopeful, and it brings the 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 despondence of this episode all the way back around to something that's just a a complete net positive and net good thing. So. It, is, I, it, 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 it really shows that horse has like a you know she's part of the herd of her own so now you know later mm-hmm. when she's now reunited with the herd they're so happy to see her they have the scarf yep and they're they're so sad that oh you're gonna, you're gonna go soon once you go through that rift and just mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know they, they would still want what's good for her i guess to go home to her rider but they're, they're sad to see her go and yes whatever chet still hates her curious to see yep. that but <laughs> yeah yeah uh, the whale tar has a line that I wanted to key on, on here too, toward the end. She says, I thought I was helping, but mm-hmm. I was depriving them of life with all its beauty and rough edges. And I think that's another important message from this episode that life is not just beautiful and not just rough edges. And it's, it's going to come with both. And, and you have to be able to see the beauty when you're dealing with the rough edges and you have to remember, you have to remember the rough edges when you see the beauty. So anyway, it's, it's that, that I really enjoyed as well. Yes. Will we, see, I mean, you have to answer, but will we see the whale tar again? We will see almost every character again. Okay. I don't think we see Johnny tea time again, but I think pretty much everybody else that we've met, you will see again. Nice. 
I shall. So, yeah. Uh, I wanted to just wrap up one more, wrap up this segment with just one more uh, quote here. Uh, Horse says, I wish I hadn't spent one of my last days with you guys completely paralyzed by my own sadness. Uh, and then Wamawink says something that I think it's, it's so important. And I, again, this is another message that I'm so glad my kids are hearing in an entertainment media that they love. She says, Horse, you're allowed to be sad. It's cool. Uh, I, I think it's so important to tell kids that they're allowed to be sad, to tell adults that they're allowed to be sad. Like, it, it, I, I need to hear that from time to time. You're allowed to be sad. It's okay. Uh, and I, I'm really grateful that they put that in there. So. Anyway, all right, I can stop talking about emotional intelligence and mental health now, unless you have something you want to add there. I mean, Mr. Sal, it's okay yeah. to be sad, Mr. Sal. <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. No problem. I if only, someone, if only someone would say it to me. <laughs> it's okay no. to be sad, Kurt. Too late. Okay. I, I basically begged for that one. <laughs> but not quite the same. It's like, you know, it's like if you make yourself a PB&J sandwich or someone else makes mm -hmm. you, like, it tastes better. Yeah. If someone else makes you one, yeah, no, you're I right. basically made my own PB and J. Well, it's more of I directed you how to make the PB and J, yeah. which yeah. isn't as good as if you, I was just sitting and you came to me the PB and J. No. So. I screwed up. I'm yeah. sorry. That was my bad. That's fine. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, even though mine was, I basically heard you asking that you want a PB and J, and I snuck off real quick and got a PB and J. Yeah, that was very astute yeah. of you. Thank Good you. job. Yes. Anyways, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Uh, let's see if my kids derived as much meaning out of this episode <laughs> as I did. That's what I'm very curious to. Let's see. Let's see how your kids felt about it. Okay. Here I am, Mr. Sal, with Griffin and Hugo once again. We just finished Center World season one, episode eight, "Ride the Whale Tar Shaman." Hugo, what did you think of this episode on a scale from one to five? Hundred. Oh, hundred. Man, I love this episode too. And Griffin, okay, what did you think of this episode? Um, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Four and a half. But Ed, what? I would like to ask you a question. Oh, what? On a scale of one to five, how would you write this episode? Well, I don't go higher than five when you give me a scale from one to five. So I a gave scale it scale to one to one hundred. A hundred. <laughs> that's right. what i thought all right i didn't i did not really like this episode i'm sorry to hear that because this is one of my favorites this is my favorite we've seen so far and hugo what was your favorite song in this episode who was she who was who is she you mean was i think it was it's, who it's, was. it's it, no it's who is she Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one's Who Is She, okay? Mm -hmm. Actually, it's Who Is She reprised because yes. Who Is She was in Johnny T. Time's New Best uh -huh. Competition, right? And what was your favorite song in this one, Griffin? First one. Oh, the game, one of the games? I've got whack -a -mole. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while? Yes, okay. I love that It's going to be a while, gotcha. All right, and Hugo, who's your favorite character in this episode? I'm going to have to say horse. Horse. And What's Griff your favorite character? I think horse, maybe the whale tar shaman, maybe even Wama Wink, but I think horse. Griffin, who's your I'm favorite gonna character? I'm going to have to say sunfish murguy. Sunfish murguy. I had a feeling you'd say that. Okay. And is there anything else you'd like to say about this episode, Hugo? No. No. And Griffin? Um, the only reason I didn't give it five or above is because most of the time I don't like sentimental stuff. 
Yeah, you're you're the you're the humor guy. I am the humor guy. <laughs> I am I am the tail. I'm the butt of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> and Hugo, you're the emotional guy, aren't you? And you loved this episode. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we want to say about this, guys? Or are we good? I'm good. I'm okay. good. Okay. Well, we'll be back next week to talk about season one, episode nine and ten, the Rift Part One and the Rift Part Two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, not not a big surprise there. No, yeah, no, it's, there's definitely the clear divide between the uh, the comedy lover and the the emotion lover. Uh, yeah. The rating inflation is a problem, and Hugo seems to understand it, though. He understands yes. the rating inflation. He, he, he breaks it. Griffin, again, didn't like the episode, 4.5, and then, <laughs> but then he he he, he did what you should do, Mr. Sal. It was he upped the barrier, and now we've, <laughs> we've temporarily fixed it. Then you gave it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll try. Well, (laughs) I can't try. I've I've already recorded those interviews out to (laughs) the season finale. So the series finale, actually. Really? (laughs) They're already all done. (laughs) Oh, there's only one episode that I haven't recorded with them. So uh, just the series finale. So uh, I I can't. I can't promise that I'm going to change that rating. Change the rating inflation. (laughs) Well, whatever. We'll think as the number they give. But uh, it also seems (laughs) like two of them each other taking over the interview segment from you because they're asking you. the questions i know you know? i know is that trend that continues yeah. or no? uh eh, not really <laughs> all right no, okay like that yeah, not really i mean yep. i get to say i like that but i already know your answer <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad i was consistent because i was worried when they asked me those questions I'm like am i gonna say what i said before? <laughs> they ask you go glendale is my favorite of this episode actually <laughs> anyway yeah all right well anything else you want to say about this episode kurt no no i mean these these, these are probably um I mean, definitely number eight is the best one. And seven might be the yeah. second best. One. I'm not quite sure, but it's up there. Yeah, this, this is my favorite pair that we've covered so far. Oh, certainly. Certainly. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah. But it, it, to me, th- this is such an amazing, and I, I'd even go so far as to say an important episode of television. It's one of my favorites of this show and maybe of any show. I love this episode so much. Uh, so I'm glad that I'm glad you liked it too. So folks, you can contact us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We would love to uh, get positive ratings uh, on whatever podcast platform you use. Subscriptions, likes, downloads, all appreciated. And, and word of mouth, please pass, it, pass us along and pass Centaur World along. I think it's a, a great show for people to check out, and I hope that people do. Folks, I don't know what you'll find on the other side of this podcast. But I do know that there are those on this side that will be there for you with more show hoppers next week when we cover the season one finale, The Rift Part One and The Rift Part Two.